and welcome back to Ship of Fools, a nautical D&D actual play podcast. My name is Hannah McLean, and I am, as always, your dungeon master on this nautical adventure. Joining me today, I have Andy Latai, Finn Fisher, Nolani Stevenson, Reagan Stockweather, and Taylor Wallace, Malachi Kassir. And we are back. Um, so let's do a little bit of a recap, and then we can go ahead and dive right in. Where we last left the party, um, Malachi and Reagan had been captured by the uh, nefarious Dr. Retval, um, <laughs> who kind of along with worked with Malachi's sister, Nira, to set a trap for the party, uh, a trap which ended with Finn diving into the ocean and Malachi and Reagan being unconscious and captured, along with Nira, who attempted to intervene to save Malachi specifically, uh, and then had her crew mutiny against her and was also captured. Um, Finn, however, managed to escape, um, diving down until he'd gotten a safe distance, um, and apparently his fearsome lurker uh, shriek um, had managed to scare the ship into taking off. Um, so Finn was able to rendezvous with Shala and Mar, and together the three of them headed to uh, the headquarters of the Archaeological Artificers Association. You rendezvoused with the people there, um, explained what had happened and the information you'd found, and the adventurer decided that it was finally time to take action. Um, a kind of group of ships set off involving a lot of the more strong members of the Archaeological Artificers Association, as well as some, like, allies, including Captain Amelia, who are not officially part of the association, but who are here to kind of help with this task, um, took off for the island where Dr. Retval's uh, facility is. Um, a few days later, Malachi and Reagan both woke up in the cells in the basement of Dr. Retval's facility. Uh, Reagan found himself with a looking very much worse for wear, but still alive, Alden. Looking submissive and breedable. N nope. Hmm. No. <laughs> um, and uh, Malachi found himself waking up with Nira. Um, a tense exchange was had, and then Nira sort of revealed her hidden thieves tools which she the two of them proceeded to use those to break out and then to break out uh reagan and alden and the four of them now along with some stolen armor and weaponry are trying to find their way out of this anti-magic basement to the rest of the facility uh where we left off the four of you had just rounded a corner to see some uh mechanical guards turning in your direction However, we are not going to resolve that right now. Uh, instead, we are going to jump. Uh, <laughs> we're doing a lot of jumping in time these past couple episodes. Uh, we're actually going to cut back uh, to montage our way across the ocean. Um, so, Finn, everyone kind of gets themselves out of AAA headquarters pretty quickly. Um, and these four ships are heading out in the direction of the facility. You s calculate that the journey will take about five days. Um, this facility is like out in the Sea of Storms, um, pretty hidden and pretty far from most like mainland places. Um, with the sort of triangulating the information you're getting from your fish network, um, the information that the adventurer is able to gather with some spell casting, um, 
it, it is sort of predicted that you guys are going to arrive about a day behind the lost crystal. You do, however, get lucky on like the fourth day in that your fish network and surveillance methods sort of report back to you that the lost crystal stopped and another ship came and there was some sort of uh basically both ships stayed in one place for a few hours um you guys sort of come to the conclusion that this was probably a prisoner transfer especially because then the lost crystal cut off kind of southwest while the other ship continued heading in the direction of the facility but with those few hours gained you guys managed to catch up a bit and so when it comes to the point where you're actually going to be arriving at the facility you think you're probably only about half a day behind when everyone else would have arrived a um, couple other points that happen on the voyage First, well, first of all, Finn, do you have anything that you want to do while you have this time here? Yes. Uh, well, actually, after the prisoner transfer happens, mm -hmm. I send out a sort of at ease message to my fish network <laughs> mm -hmm. saying that it would still be good to know the Lost Crystal's whereabouts, but it's no longer top priority. Got it. And also, basically the whole time we are voyaging, I am regularly sending out telepathic pings just to see if I can find anyone fearsome like if there if we happen to be sailing past or over any sort of strong creature any sort of sharks anything like that yeah uh and trying to pick up some high cr followers to be swimming alongside us just in case just so i can have them in the area yeah uh cool what's the range on your telepathy again I believe it's 120 feet. 120 feet. Okay. Go ahead and just roll a d20 for me. 11. 11. Okay. With an 11, you get, because uh, you do have like a few days through which you're doing this. Um, and some of the fish are like, yeah, we can just kind of ask around. Um, you're not really getting much luck for the first few days. Um, but as you guys kind of cross from the placid waters of the western sea into the kind of more choppy waters of the sea of storms you uh send out a ping and get a response back um that is distinctly like non-fish like um just this very bassy um and surfacing next to the ship as you kind of like go over and look down is this massive water snake. Like the head Ooh. is like bigger than you. And in this, these like Whoa. bright colors, like bright pinks and reds of this giant snake that like pops its head up and is just looking at the ship. <laughs> Everybody else who's around sort of like looks down at it with some measure of amazement. And the snake is just kind of like, S -s what are we doing? <laughs> Don't worry, everyone. He's cool. What are we? <laughs> What's the mood? <laughs> and I telepathed to him. Listen, hey, it's me, Finn, Finn Fisher. Hi. Uh, my friends and I are on our way to stage a daring raid on an evil prison. And I would just love to have you along because it's an island, as are most things in this ocean. Uh, and so you never know when having a big, powerful snake on my side might come in handy, just sort of lurking just offshore. Uh, I'm a big fan of lurking. <laughs> Make a persuasion <laughs> check. There'll probably be some food in it for you. 
16. Okay. The snake sort of like hisses and looks around and then is like, fine. Awesome. Welcome to the team. Hannah, I think you meant sure. Oh my God, you're so right. I did. (laughs) (laughs) The snake then is like, can I come on the ship? (laughs) I can you? He just wants to ride. Is that within your ability? Yes. I breathe air. Oh. And water. Uh, yeah, I get, let me just double check with the captain, but I think that'd probably be fine. How big, wait, how big is this snake in comparison to the ship? The snake is size large, um, so it takes up four squares on a battle map, but it could come on the ship, theoretically. It would probably, like, fill up a whole room. He's never been on a ship before. Okay, yeah, I, I'll go to talk to the adventurer and be like, hey, can my friend come with us? Um, she is sort of like, at first she just nods and she's like, yes, yes, any help we can get would be great. And then she, like, looks at All you right, again great. and she's like, wait, 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 clarify, what? What sort of friend? Oh, he's a large serpent. <laughs> like a, you can breathe air, though. Like a sea serpent? And you're confident? Yeah. O- okay, are you confident you can control this thing? Y- yes! <laughs> uh, make, a, make a persuasion check, Andy. Dirty 20. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, like, looks at you for a second and then is like, okay, fine, the snake... I give her a thumbs up. The snake can come on board. I guess. Um, and you go and haul this giant pink snake up on <laughs> to the ship. Good news, buddy. I never <laughs> wanted to think about Finn Fisher's giant pink snake, but here we are. Awful. Well, it's no fat pink mess, but it'll do. Awful. Shut up. <laughs> um, I can send you a picture of the stat block. I don't know if you how much you're going to need it, but I'll send it Excellent. to you anyway. Finn is like a Ken doll down there. So you can see what you're dealing with. Hey, what's your name, by the way? Sebastian. Cool, cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> so Sebastian, the giant coral snake, is with you now. Um, Excellent. So that happened. <laughs> I'm going to say that uh, kind of after that, after this snake has been like hauled up onto the ship um, and everyone is sort of... Uh, gone back about their normal business um ben actually like comes up to you finn um and sort of like leans against the railing and is like so what's your deal with the lurker in the deep oh he's my dad yeah yeah no i think i'd i'd heard that somewhere but i mean like what do you like know about him uh, well, I know he lurks in the deep. Uh, I know he's ancient and unfathomably powerful. Sure. Uh, I know he's my dad, and he loves me, and I love him. Uh, I'm pretty sure he has tentacles. Not 100% on that, but it, it feels right. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I just, I ask because I'm a, you know, I'm a spy, but I'm a, a singer and a storyteller also. Do you want to write a song about him? Kinda. Or, like, I've heard the songs and the stories. Like, people talk about the lurker in the deep, and there's this sort of legend of him rising from rising from the sea if you stray too far east, and crushing ships in his tentacles, and... That's uh, my pop! Flooding the land uh, eternally. Someday, yeah. Yeah. What's... Uh, is that, like, soon? Is that something I should be concerned about? Well, uh, it... Huh. I'm not really sure... Honestly, ballpark, I would say somewhere within one and 1,000 years from now. That's a big ballpark. You have to understand. I know. 
Are you, are you, you're just fine with this? The idea of flooding the land? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll be responsible for ushering in the new age. Where? Okay. What story did you get that from? I just know it. Huh. <laughs> sure. You know, sometimes you just, you just, you just know something. It's just, it's just in your head. Yeah. No, I mean, I do. I know what you mean. Um, hmm. <laughs> and what, but so a new age where everything is water. That's right. Well, everything is underwater. Everything does not get transmuted into water. Shh. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, all of, But all of the land, the buildings are destroyed. Yeah. People drown. Okay, okay. I mean, yeah, that lines up with the legends. I mean, the water-breathing spell exists. Sh- sure. Um, that's not... Okay, there's still going to be a lot of casualties. But again, uh, the, the legends just sort of rising from the... I suppose, like, and the water-breathing spell exists isn't really a necessary add-in to any sort of epic poem. Right, it's implied. Right. Although, uh, yeah. And the, the colossal destruction, that is sort of a fun, apocalyptic tale. Yeah. And I mean, you don't need, like... A, a house with a roof when you live underwater. It's not going to rain on you. Right. And it especially won't matter because you'll be dead. Okay, I mean, I mm-hmm. guess some people will be dead, but I think you're over-catastrophizing a little bit here, Ben. I mean, that's uh, the art of dramatic embellishment. You don't need to breathe, right? No, I don't. It's true. And yeah, like, it'll be fine. Yeah, I don't. I'm. My skin is going to get so wrinkly if I'm living under the ocean all the time. <sighs> you'll learn to love it. Wow. In one to one thousand years. Right, yeah, this might not be relevant for you. Well, it certainly makes a good, certainly makes for a good story. Um, Simply levitate above the water, Ben. <laughs> the, uh, the, the lurker in the deep, but he is a real, because it's sort of been disputed as to whether or not he's actually a real being or if he's just a story, but the, the power that you wield certainly seems to imply the existence of something. Oh, yeah. He's real. Huh. I, I summon my tentacle and just sort of waggle it. Yeah. Do you? And <laughs> I don't suppose you know anything about where he came from. Not really. I've always imagined him as sort of birthed from the infinite yawning primordial abyss, but couldn't say for sure. Huh. Well, this is good. I definitely, uh, I can work with, you know tentacles and looming destruction and force of nature and yawning primordial abyss. That's a good phrase. I can work that one in for sure. Thanks. Yeah. One time when I was seven, I woke up in the middle of the night and discovered I had written it on the wall without even remembering. Ooh! (laughs) That, now that is a flowery detail. Maybe I should just write a song about you, Mr. (gasps) Childs of Child of the Sea. Child of the Abyss. (gasps) Ooh, I like Child of the Sea. Child of the Deep? Ooh, I like that. Mmm, Child of the Deep. I'll get working on it. Wow. He. I'm glad we had this talk. <laughs> he, like, grins and kind of pats your shoulder and walks away to go look at the snake some more. Um, As he does, Finn mutters to himself, I mean, it's not that hard to learn the water breathing spell, right? <laughs> Finn, the other thing that happens is that uh, one of the earlier days on the voyage, um, you get a sending from Father Ceviche, um, where he says, Ships haven't left, but everything otherwise stable. Mr. Gar staying with soldiers. 
We're preparing for anything just in case. Everything well with you and Baleen? Okay. I stare out over the sea and respond, On a mission currently. Things are tough in general, but Baleen is safe, and I'm formidable. Let me know if anything changes. Your friend, Finn. <laughs> so true. Um, cool. And that is, unless you have anything else that you're doing during these this voyage, um, we can cut to the day that you guys are arriving at the facility. Yeah. Okay. So the fifth day since you've left headquarters, um, there is a storm. Uh, this makes sense. You are in the Sea of Storms. There has been basically, like, navigating through the Sea Aha. of Storms is a uh, game of, like, steering around storms when you see them, but also just sort of, like, being prepared to batten down the hatches and ride it out when you need to, um, making sure that everyone is kind of constantly on alert and, like, ready to jump into action whenever needed. Um, you end up on the day that you're approaching the facility in a pretty big one, which the adventurer actually seems pleased by, as it is affording you guys some cover as you are getting closer and closer to the actual facility. Um, as you are getting nearer and nearer, the ship slows down, in part because of the storm, and in part because you don't want to get too close. Um, the uh, wind is sort of like whipping around. Uh, it's raining. The snake is like curled up under. Well, actually, honestly, the snake doesn't mind the rain that much. So it's just kind of hanging out. Um, Can he be curled around the mast? Yeah. Like a sailor's tattoo. Yeah. Which is honestly like uh, a lot of the sailors, the ones who are less freaked out by the giant snake that their random warlock on board pulled up from the ocean um, are like kind of the snake is like reinforcing the mast as the winds are <laughs> blowing past it. So it's kind of helpful. Um, the adventurer calls you, Ben and Shiloh to her cabin um, where she's sort of like set up in the captain's cabin um, and has uh, lots of little papers and stuff that she's been working on as you guys have been sailing. Um, as you get in there, Finn, um, you see that she has, like, blueprints, but they look like blueprints that she's, like, drawn herself. So, like, basically just a sketch um, out on a piece of paper on the table. Um, and you also see that there is a, like, clockwork bird sitting on the table um, that kind of, like, as you come in, it, like, turns its little head up um, and looks at you and is kind of looking around. Um, Rosie, you look different. Rosie's right here, Finn. Oh. <laughs> uh, the adventurer nods to all three of you as, as you come in. Um, she looks, like, concerned and focused, um, but overall in, like, fairly good spirits. And she looks at the three of you and she's like, thank you all for joining me. I have some information for you and a request to make of you in the attack that we are about to undergo. She puts her hand on the little bird's head and she's like, uh, our magical ways of gathering information are not able to get past the defenses of the facility, but my bird was able to get close enough to get some eyes on the building itself um, and to get at least a little bit of a sense of what we're dealing with here. And there are some things that are inauspicious for us, but there are honestly more things that are pretty fortunate. Um, 
to start with, this facility is four or really like four and a half stories tall. Um, it gets narrower as it reaches the top. The first floor, which sits directly atop the island, is the biggest. Um, and then the, the floors sort of get narrower as they go up. I am also pretty sure that there is a basement below the first floor. And then above the fourth floor, there is a a small room that appears to be a control room of some sort. And that is the room that I want to talk to the three of you about. I believe that our plan of attack, the way that we have the best chance of success here, is uh, our ships are going to mount a direct assault on the island. However, a small team is going to break in at the top of the facility, get into that control room, Shut down anything you can shut down, and then we should be more successfully able to get our people actually onto the island and blow the entire thing to hell. She, like, looks up in kind of a, like, any questions look, but clearly has more to say. Do you have a way to get us to the control room? I do. I'm going to cast a spell on the three of you that will allow you to fly. Love spells. Yes. I'm going to cast a spell on the three of you that will allow you to fly um, from the distance that once we get a little bit closer, we should still be able to go without the ships being spotted. And then the three of you will be able to, within the duration of the spell, make it to the facility. Um, ben, Shiloh, you both have the ability to turn people invisible. So between the two of you, you should be able to cover turning all three of you invisible um, and then approach the island Get into the control room, see what you can shut down. My hope is that you're going to be able to shut down as many of the automated defenses as possible, as well as, uh, this is the one of the fortunate things I mentioned, um, I did not see any sign of uh, cannons up on in that control room itself. The cannons appear to be on the floor directly below, which hopefully means that when our ships are spotted, attention will be drawn to the cannons and to soldiers mustering on the beach rather than in the control room itself. Um, you will, I'm sure, still have to deal with a few defenses and guards, but my hope is that they will not be expecting someone to come in directly into the control room like that. Um, once the three of you get inside, you can take down as many of the defenses as you can, allowing the rest of our forces to land directly on the beach it's really just rocks but to land directly on the rocks um and plant the explosives that we need to plant and fire our own cannon fire the goal here is to destroy the facility entirely sounds good good goal once you are in if there is a way to if it is i i don't know again the surveillance information we've been able to gather is less than I would have liked. But I do think that from the control room, you should be able to get down a few floors. As near as I can tell, the second floor holds some sort of weaponry. There's a one window that I was able to look through into what looked like some sort of workshop. Um, I would be very interested to know... What exactly, basically anything that you can steal or find from that weapons lab could be extremely useful to us and extremely useful to our allies who are trying to stop 
Lethios. Um, if we can see... That's true. You know, it's always it's always nice to just get a random magic item, it... I say, while staring at Shiloh. <laughs> um, so any anything that you can find in there um, and then get out of the facility with, um, that should be your next priority once you've sort of taken care of the control room. And then the three of you can get yourselves out and we will destroy the facility. Well, I'm going to stop you right there because that's not my next priority. Uh, do we know where the prisoners are being kept? Um, the adventurer furrows her brow a little and nods and she's like, my bird did not see signs of them. Like I said, I think there may be a lower level below the first floor. Um, it would not surprise me if prisoners were being kept there, but they also could be on the third or fourth floors. Really, they could be anywhere. All right. Well, that's that's my priority. Like, no offense, but I'm here to get Reagan and Malachi. Shiloh nods, and she's like, yeah. I guess Nell and Alden are cool, too. <laughs> Mine, too. Um, and the adventurer, like, looks at the three of you and is like, if you can find them and get them out, um, that would be good as well. As well. Okay, it's not not really a hypothetical. Good. I like the confidence. <laughs> are there any further any further questions or are you ready to go? Is it fair to assume everyone here is evil? Pretty f- fair. Do we need to have any moral qualms here or is it just <laughs> the fun kind of attack? Shiloh's like, I'm pretty sure they're probably all evil. Nice. Yeah. Um, the adventurer does say, speaking of um, defenses, however, in terms of what you might be facing, for certain there are constructs um, and like magical creations similar to, she points to her bird and points to Rosie. My bird saw some of them flying around outside. I whisper to Ben, has she had that the whole time? <laughs> yeah. She has. She doesn't like to, like, wave it around, you know. Um, there are, additionally, uh, there are also members of the Rorian Guard that I saw on the island. Um, as well as Retfall appears to have a personal guard of his own. We have not seen signs of many other mages or spellcasters, uh, which previous intelligence about the way that Retfall operates, that lines up. He is uh, a bit self-absorbed um, and does not seem to like to play nice with other mages. Um, so uh, Dr. Retfall himself is presumably somewhere on the island, uh, but he does not have like lab assistance um, from the best that our intelligence offers. However, there are guards, uh, there are constructs, and there additionally, um, I caught sight of other creatures flying around outside the uh, facility. Looked perhaps fiendish, uh, demonic or devilish in nature. Perhaps creatures that Retval has uh, bound to his service through wizarding magic um, may even be results of uh, more advanced forms of constructs um, that will behave more like monstrosities. Um, so, the guards, the constructs, and then additionally, any sort of monstrosities or fiends that you may have to contend with as well. Um, that is essentially the extent of what intelligence I have for you. All right. I guess that about covers it. She, like, holds out her hand to uh, 
Shiloh first and kind of like shakes Shiloh's hand um, and then shakes your hand, Finn. And then she shakes Ben's hand. When she pulls her hand away from mine, it's wet. (laughs) (laughs) All of you are drenched from being out in the storm, honestly, but somehow Finn's is even worse. (laughs) Um, And she says, Finn has the only dry hand. (laughs) Oh, God, heaven forbid. (laughs) She says, "Um, excellent. We should be close enough now that I will go ahead and cast fly on you and you can make your way to the island. As we're prepping this, I'm also going to cast Mage Armor on myself. Cool. uh, And turn on my Detect Magic. Cool. Nice. In the Adventurer's Cabin, you pick up on, like, the Clockwork Bird is definitely, like, a a magical construct. Um, She's got various (gasps) other, like, magical items uh, scattered about her cabin. But nothing, I think, that would be suspicious or especially noteworthy to you. Yeah. The adventurer reaches out and, like, puts her hands on each of your shoulders and casts fly on you. And you kind of feel this weightlessness lifting up around you. And you know that you only have ten minutes on the spell, so essentially there's no time for delay. It's like being underwater, above water. (laughs) Shiloh uh, gives Rosie, like, a little scratch behind the ears and a kiss on the head, because she's staying behind um and then the three of you four nurgle's coming nurgle is coming yes the four of you um take off into the storm oh and i also i i message sebastian (laughs) just to tell him hey it's game time get ready uh eat some people if they look wonderful (laughs) basically if they're not one of us or one of my friends i project mental images (laughs) of the prisoners then go hog wild Sebastian seems very excited about this. Yeah, and you take off into the storm. Whee! Um, at this point, we can cut back to the basement. Uh, Reagan, Malachi, Alden, and Nira have just come around the corner and have seen two robots uh, looking at you. Uh, so I need Reagan and Malachi to go ahead and roll initiative. Oh, boy. Thirteen. Six? Wow. <laughs> I would expect nothing less. God damn it. <laughs> or rather, I'd expect nothing more. Hmm. Uh, so, conveniently for my description last time, the first thing to act is the closer of these robots. Um, set the scene a little bit. You guys are in this hallway. Uh, it's like a T-shaped hallway. To your uh, right, it goes like 15 feet and then turns a corner. To your left, 15 feet away from you is this first robot. 15 feet beyond him is the next robot. Um, And then 15 feet beyond that, it turns another corner. So you've got like essentially a hallway that is essentially uh, 60 feet long from end to end. Um, The closer of these two robots is currently 15 feet from you and the further is 30 feet from you guys. And they definitely saw us. They absolutely seen you. And this this first one acting on its turn is going to go ahead and spray out a cloud of poison gas. I need constitution saving throws from all four of you. Everyone is in Malachi's aura, which Yay. does still function. Recall that you you are in an anti-magic field, um, but the aura still works. 15 for me on my save. Uh, so it's an eight. Okay. What was on the... I rolled a, I rolled a nat one is the thing. 
Okay. Um, Alden gets a 19 and Nira gets a, um, oh, also a 19. Um, and so they both pass. Malachi, unfortunately, and Reagan, you also pass. Um, Malachi, you kind of like take in a big breath, kind of just as this uh, poison is sprayed out, you sort of like are gasping and you feel all of your muscles uh, freezing up no! as you are paralyzed. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, so that is this first one's turn. Next up is going to be Nira. And so she has a dagger. So she is going to go ahead and run up to the first uh, buddy guy. guy, The Cal. first guy. Yeah, so she is going to go ahead and just dart right up to this one that just sprayed you guys with poison gas. Um, and she is going to take two attacks against it with her dagger. Okay, first one misses uh, on a natural two. Okay, second one also misses on a natural four. God damn. Um, I saved my good rolls for their con saves. Um, she will go ahead and bonus action disengage and back up 15 feet again. Um, so she is kind of darts forward, takes her attacks, and then dodges around this thing's flailing spiky arms and will back up so she's with you guys again. Um, next in the order is Reagan. All right, uh, somebody remind me what I'm holding, please. A dagger? Yeah, I think you have a dagger. All right, I will, I will stibbity stab. That is a seventeen to hit. Seventeen hits. Go ahead and roll damage. I, are you going for the one that's closer? Uh, yes. Cool. That is a uh, six. Okay, uh, you kind of like jab the dagger right into the little like metal gears at the center of this thing and feel it kind of connect in there. Um, that is going to be. Alden's turn. Um, Alden is also going to just run up right next to Reagan, and he's going to go ahead and make an attack. Right where he belongs. So he also has two attacks. Um, he's going to go ahead and make his first attack. First attack does not hit. Second attack, however, does hit. And he has a sword, right? You guys gave him a sword? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he is wielding this two-handed, because um, there's no reason why not to be. So that will be ooh, one on the damage dice. Um, so that will be four, or actually three, damage. However, he is going to go ahead and um, as he uh, slices into this thing with the sword, um, you see like the first attack kind of like waves wide, and then the second attack carves right into the middle of it. And as he does this, he sort of is like moving the sword with more like precision and movement so that it looks like he's taking even more attacks um, as he's going to use distracting strike. So the next person to hit this one with an attack gets advantage to hit. Um, and then if you hit, it does slightly more damage. Um, that's his turn. Uh, that is going to be Malachi's turn. Malachi, unfortunately you are paralyzed, um, but <laughs> uh, at the end of your turn, you do get to repeat the saving throw. So you can go oh, and do another constitution saving throw. All right. That time it's going to be a 24. Beautiful. That definitely saves. Um, you okay. shake off the effect. So Malachi runs out to attack these things, forgets to hold his breath and instantly freezes. <laughs> and then... Yeah. Um, but you're able to kind of like push past and cough the rest of the gas out of your lungs. Mm. 
and are able to move again. Um, unfortunately, it is now the other uh, robot's turn, um, and it is going to do the same exact thing. Um, so I need constitution saving throws from everyone again. This time, Nira and Malachi are in Malachi's aura. Alden and Reagan are not. 18. 22. Cool. Um, Nira passes with a 18. Alden, unfortunately, rolled in that one. Um, and so- Wow. Let me take the blow for him. No. Um, <laughs> you see his, uh, him kind of freeze up as this second robot like scuttles forward and also like takes a stance and exhales this gas. Um, it is now back at the top of the initiative. It is the first one's turn again. Um, and the first one is going to go ahead and make He's gonna start making attacks on Alden. Because Alden is paralyzed, the robot has advantage on these, and if he hits, it's an automatic critical. Um, so. And you won't let me use my reaction to take the damage? What's your metallic dragon reaction? Because that actually might apply here. Um, my, my wings. Okay, he's got an AC of 15. Um, so, this bestie is going to start taking attacks. Wow, the first one actually misses. Um, nice. I'm switching G20s one moment. No! <laughs> Second one will just hit. So that is... That first one was a warning shot. <laughs> <laughs> no! You know what? I'm going to manifest my wings. Okay. Because nowhere does it say that it is magic. Yeah, I agree. I think you can still use it. How does it work? Um, so the direct text of it is that I can manifest protective wings that shield myself or others. When you are another creature, set by an attack roll, you can use a reaction to manifest them. Grant a bonus to the target's AC equal to your proficiency bonus against that roll, which potentially causes it to miss. Nice. Yeah. So I will see this thing going for him and, you know, go, go beast mode. Um, so he gets a plus three. Yeah, um, you sort of like see Alden freeze up and see all five of this thing's arms just start like whirling around. Um, and as the first one kind of like, the first one goes over his head, um, but as the second one kind of starts to strike him right in the side, um, you feel the scale on your arm kind of like flashes briefly um, as these spectral dragon wings come out from your back and curl around both of you. And the arm is deflected off of the, deflected off of the wings. Awesome. Uh, third attack. So that's what that looks like. <laughs> <laughs> um, third attack will also miss. This guy has many attacks, but a low attack bonus. Nice. That will hit. Um, what I lack in quality, I make up for in quantity. <laughs> <laughs> um, he takes 10 damage from that. And then final attack. That will also hit. Oh, wow. One's on both damage dice. Um, so that is total of four from that. Um, cool. That is all of this bestie's attacks. Um, it stops whirling temporarily. Um, that is going to be Nira's turn. Uh, she's going to do the exact same thing. She's going to dart up to this one, um, stab into it with her dagger twice. Ow. Ow. And she actually has advantage on the first one from the distracting attack. Why was I programmed to feel pain? Because <laughs> Redball's a pervert. Next question. Um, that hits, and she gets a bonus d6 of damage on that from the distracting attack. Um, so that is... Jesus Christ, what is going on with me? Um, 
six damage there. And then she will make her second attack. Also misses. Man, ugh. At least it's applying itself equally to your allies and your enemies. Um, you monster, I just had my chassis freshly waxed. <laughs> um, and she will uh, bonus attack and disengage and back up. Um, Reagan, that is your turn again. Okay. Bonus action, rage. Mm. And I'm going to stab the one that just attacked Alden. Nice. 21 to hit. Yes, that does hit. And then nine damage. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, you guys can see that this thing is uh, looking pretty like the gears are sort of like spilling out of this like armored middle. Oh no, I need those. <laughs> and uh, uh, I really hope this isn't like a guy. That would be, that'd be rough. Um, <laughs> that is going to be, uh, Alden's turn. He will try and save from the paralysis. Does not save. So he is still stuck. But he's nestled warmly in my arms. So he has that going for him, which is nice. You're busy raging and fighting. Malachi, <laughs> My that spectral is... dragon arms. <laughs> it's true. Nestled in your spectral dragon arms. Uh, Malachi, that is you. Are they still the same distance down the hall? One's 15 and one's 30? One is it moved up a little bit, so it's uh, twenty now. But it didn't. It's not in melee with anyone. They're both damaged, right? Just the one back by Reagan and Alden looks more damaged. The one by Reagan and Alden looks very damaged. The other one has not been hit yet. Man. All right. Yeah, I'll go for that one. I suppose. Okay. The one that hasn't been hit yet. Uh, well, doing doing so will bring Reagan and Alden within my aura, right? Yes, it will. Then yes, that one. Question also before I do that. Mm -hmm. Channel divinity doesn't work in anti magic. Is that correct? Ooh. Um, I think technically the way that it works is that the channel divinity itself is not magic, um, but the effects that it produces are magic. Are magic. And so, like, you could use it, um, but it would do nothing. It would have no effect. <laughs> so you're cool. probably not going to want to. Um, I believe is the way that works. All right. It's, that's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to do a straight up attack then. Cool. That is a 25 to hit. Yes. 25 definitely hits. Go ahead and roll your damage. All right. Um, that one is going to be 10 damage. Brilliant. You slice into it um, kind of get right in like where one of the arms meets the center and like feel the metal crunch under your blade. Uh, go ahead and make your second attack. Yep. All right, this one is only going to be a 16. Does that hit? 16 does hit, yeah. Wow. All right, okay, that's eight damage. Yeah, uh, you, you slice twice into the center of this robot um, and can see these two, like, um, you know how it looks when you slice into metal and there's, like, sparks and stuff that fly up from it. That. Mm. Um, uh, uh. <laughs> uh, that is going to be this bestie's turn. Um, he has five attacks and he's going to take them all on Malachi. Um, um, okay. Anything above a 12 will hit. Beautiful. So actually two of them do miss. That's a, a nine and an 11, which will both miss. Um, but then I've got two 16s and a 19 that will all hit. Um, so you take- God, only one of those would have hit in real life. <laughs> take that and that and that and that and that. <laughs> 
You take a total of... Math is taking too long. This isn't good. 16 damage from these three whirling arms chopping into you. Ow. Man, is this what you guys feel like all the time? This sucks. <laughs> uh, I do not feel anything. What? Except for pain. Yeah, I was going to say. say. <laughs> I thought maybe you were going to establish only one of them had been programmed at the wild lore that I wasn't trying to create. I also feel ennui. Wow. Um, cool. Um, Cuts into my soft stomach. <laughs> my soft, rocky flesh. The one who's by Reagan and Alden is going to take three attacks on the still paralyzed Alden and then two attacks on Reagan. Um, so first, uh, Alden, that one will hit, um, so that's... No, it won't. Wings. I'm doing it again. Okay, um, how much is your proficiency bonus? Three. Even with the, the wings kind of, like, come out and around it, and the attack still hits past the wings. Damn it. So that one will be nine damage. Um, second attack... Misses, double fours for me. Um, third attack also hits. That one will be another 10 damage. Um, mm-hmm. Are you debating whether you try and finish him off? <laughs> I am. I'm debating whether the robot uh, is smart enough to do that. I think it kind of is, but I did already say he was going to take two on Reagan, yeah. so I will go ahead and attack Reagan like like I said I was going to. Um, <laughs> so that is a 17 to hit. Hits. Uh, eight damage, and then a nine to hit. Nah. Okay. Um... That is that guy's turn. Uh, Nira is going to see if she can finish off this one. Um, she will run forward, uh, make her two attacks. Jesus Christ. Okay, hang on. This one might still hit. No. One short. Um, she is used to... F- she has not uh, fought a robot um, in a while. She's, like, a little bit uh, out of practice. Rusty. <laughs> and you can tell she's also, like, having trouble with... That her her arm doesn't work. Um, and so she's kind of, like, having some issues with her normal fighting style. Um, she will kind of make a frustrated noise and back up again. Um, Reagan, that is you. I'm attack. Um... 25 to hit. Definitely hits. Go ahead and roll your damage. Nine. Hey, uh, <gasps> you kill him. Woo! Yay! Day, D, day, Shut the pod bay doors, Andy. <laughs> As this thing starts slowly singing, apparently, um, <laughs> you uh, bring your dagger like directly down into the center of it, and it collapses onto the ground. Oh no, he was my only friend. Um, <laughs> Hannah, I would like to pick up one of its slicey arms, please. Sure, absolutely. You pick up a slicey arm. Object interaction. Um, Alton is going to try to con save again. This time he's in aura. Um, Oh, and with Aura, he makes it. Um, That is a 13 total. Um, So he sort of like shakes himself out um, and uh, kind of is looking immediately so bloodied. um, (laughs) Puts like one hand on Reagan's arm. Um, Malachi, that is your turn. Yeah, I'm going to try and finish off the one that I'm fighting. Mm -hmm. I'm taller than Alden, right? We've established this. 
Are you? Uh, yes, I think so. I'm pretty sure he's like 5'8". No, no, no. I think he was like 5'10". Because <laughs> you wanted him to be tall, but not taller than you. Okay. This party is simply so tall. <laughs> um, so you said before a 16 hits. A 16 does hit, correct. Okay. So that's going to be an 11 damage on that. Okay. Do I kill it? You don't. Um, but it is like it is very much like splintering and falling apart. All right, we'll do the second attack here. This is the worst day of my life. <laughs> Hopefully, it's the last. If life it can be called. Oh yeah, it's the last. That's a twenty-five. <laughs> twenty-five. Well, hits. I, 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 let's not speak too soon. I, I could be a little shitty with my damage. Uh huh. Eight damage. Eight damage will do it. Yes. You uh, bring the sword around once and then twice again directly into the middle of this thing, and it collapses into a pile of parts on the ground. Oh no, it seems that even an android can die. Well, now that we've figured that out. <laughs> um, Malachi briefly forgets that he doesn't have magic anymore and he runs over to Alden mm-hmm. and he tries to cure him with his lay on hands and it works. Yeah. Right? Yeah, lay on hands nice. does indeed still work. Uh, you can't cast spells, uh, but Malachi, as you sort of like go over, you are- I go and I just like, I'm like, I need to heal this guy and I go for it. Yeah, and you're somewhat surprised to find because you you felt like you don't have your, your rock. You like most certainly cannot feel your God's magic. Um, but as you go to heal Alden, you sort of like- heal yeah. him and then kind of look at yourself like huh I-, I just sort of run up and i'm like have this moment of like okay um i'm getting everyone out of here alive let's take care of this and go and i just sort of do it on instinct and, and then it works and i yeah. bring alden up i will give him f- 15 for now i think okay which is a lot at once in my opinion but <laughs> he needs it you thirsty bitch. <laughs> that's not blaming Alden. That's just, I don't yeah. usually use that much at once. It's true. And then I just kind of like stop and I like look down at my hands and I'm like, I thought you said that magic doesn't work down here. <laughs> uh, Nira like shrugs at you and is like, I mean, magic definitely doesn't. I sure can't do anything. Well, what? The- I'm so confused. Here, grab an arm. <laughs> I, I, I shake myself out of it and I, I'm like, okay. Um, Nira, you said you turned right on the way down, right? Yeah. So then we go left. Okay. Past these guys, so that makes sense. Yeah. I I look at the rest of them, I'm like, everyone, we're good to go? Keep going. Alden nods and kind of, like, wipes some of the blood off of his arm. (laughs) um, And it's like, yeah. Um, and you guys keep going. Um, I assume you're wanting to continue trying to stealth, so let me get stealth checks from everybody. Forgot about that. You did just, you guys sort of made a lot of noise with this battle. Um, and there is like a moment of like, oh my God, did we just alert everyone in here? But you don't hear like immediate running footsteps or more, more anything like that. Um, because my merge with stone is technically passed without trace, that would have been concentration technically, right? Yes. So because I was hit, I forgot to make a concentration roll. Yeah, that's true. Go ahead and make a concentration roll. It's okay, I lose concentration anyways. Wow, great. (laughs) I rolled a three. Cool, so you guys uh, no longer have the benefit of your steps being softened, which honestly makes sense after having a battle. Um, But go ahead and give me just straight stealth checks anyway. Yep, that's too bad because I rolled a three that comes to a six. Well, at least I don't have disadvantage. True, take that while you you got it. Well, (laughs) I got a four that comes to a three. (laughs) Wow. 
Oh, boy. Both Malachi and Reagan are screaming full volume at each other because they're so adrenaline high that they think they're just having a normal conversation. <laughs> you good, dude! Ma- Malachi's just sitting there looking at his hands going full volume. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> um, cool. Uh, you guys go around. Malachi's trying to stop Reagan from ripping the noisy arms off of the metal machines. <laughs> um, Reagan, are you taking the arm with you? Yes. Cool. I will say that counts as club stats. But it's sharp. Yeah, it, a club that does piercing damage, okay. which is essentially a short sword. It does a d6 is what I'm telling you. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> you guys go around the corner into a kind of another back hallway. Um, you do not, you are not immediately greeted by robots upon going around this corner. Um, but you do see a door, like, on the left side of the hallway. Um, there's a door, and then at the end of the hallway, it turns uh, left again. I look at Nira and Alden, like, asking if they know which way we ought to go. Alden's like, I've never stopped at a door down here. Um, and Nira's like, yeah, me neither, um, which means this could be... Guard station. Could be a guard station, although then we'd be hearing something, right? Uh, does the door have a window, or is it just a flat door? Uh, the door does not have a window. It is just a flat door. Interesting. is going to kind of, like, creep closer to it and try to listen. So you said there's the door just at the end of the hallway, and then you, there's another left to go down a different hall? It's just a door in the hallway. It's not at the end. Okay. Um, and then, at, but at the end of the hallway, there's a left turn. I'm really picturing, like, a high school. <laughs> yeah, right? Honestly, yeah. Well, because it's, like, the... Not quite pristine, but still, like, Yeah, and, like, everybody's, like, creepy high school basement. Those vibes. <laughs> this is where they keep the really dangerous guy. Um, <laughs> or this is where they keep the bones pile. <laughs> Nira sort of listens at the door and, like, tries the doorknob very slightly and is, like, locked, but I don't hear anybody. You want me to try and pick it? Or we want to keep moving? Keep moving. I think we should keep going. We don't have time to waste. If it's a tunnel, it's a tunnel and we miss it, but... okay. I do. I wanna. I wanna sniff, real quick, just to see if I can detect anything. Sure. Make a perception check. Much to your chagrin, that is going to be a twenty-one. What are you trying to smell? Well, I um, wanna smell. Like, does it is is it a food place? Is it a death place? Is it there are live people in there? Is it a server room? Reagan is part dog. Sure, sure. Um, you smell. Uh, you you don't smell people. Um, you also don't smell like oil or the kind of like the paralysis gas had like a kind of like smoky smell to it. You don't smell that either. Um, I think you guys can all see that whatever this room is, is not lit. Um, like there's no light coming from under the door. Um, and you, you don't hear anything like you don't hear anything, but you do, um, smell like a very faint musty smell and like, it smells like the muffins that Malachi has made sometimes, only very stale. Huh. I am so curious. Malachi is still going to divine sense since that should work down here. Yeah, you divine sense. Um, I don't think you get anything with divine. Mm, yeah, no. Okay. Oh, I'm so curious, but I don't think we can stop. Yeah. Here's like, are you sure? Nope, gotta go. If you want to stay behind and do it yourself, be my guest. But oh, I think we just need to keep moving. Okay. Well, you said no one's coming, right? Not that I can see or hear. No signs of life inside. 
Yeah, you guys can't, you, you, you don't hear, like, with your perceptions, you've not heard anything else moving down here. If you can do it in 20 seconds or less, fine, but otherwise we're going. She goes, okay, let me give it a shot. Um, she's gonna make a Thieves' Tools check. Okay. Um, she, like, gets to the, like, 20-second mark and has not gotten it yet, and she's like, I'm- I'm almost fucking there. Give me a second. I I peek around the corner. <laughs> you peek around the corner. Make me a perception check. Eleven. Um, you're still not hearing much. Although at this point, you guys are starting to hear like movement from above you. Um, mm. but nothing. It just kind of sounds like people walking back and forth. And then ahead of you, you're not really getting anything else. Um, you see, you peek around the corner. It is like another hallway that then makes a right turn. Okay. And there's like another door in the wall here. Um. But Nira, after, at, like, the 30-second mark, she kind of doesn't move uh, as Malachi goes to peek around the corner. And at the 30-second mark, it pops open. Um, and she, like, grins. Um, and she's like, okay, everybody, step back a second. Um, and we'll kind of, like, go to the side of the door and then open it. Um, it opens into what looks like a storage closet. Um, and you guys see a whole bunch of stuff has just been tossed in here. This is what I was hoping it might be. Is there any of our stuff in there? <laughs> yeah. Um, you see, as you guys are the most recent prisoners that have been brought down here, uh, a bunch of your stuff is just sort of like lying on top. Um, I will say that in order to, um, so options here, in order to search through and kind of find all of your stuff, um, it is going to take a few minutes um, and some like investigation checks. And then if anybody wants to put on their armor, that's going to take you longer. Yeah, I don't know if I have time for my armor. Uh, if everybody wants to go ahead and give me an investigation check to kind of see what you're able to find quickly. Can I keep watch outside the door, Reagan? You know what my stuff looks like? Yep. Cool. I got a six. Yeah, you guys all sort of wedge into this closet um, and start looking for stuff. Um, you get a six. Um, Nira and Alden both rolled fairly high. Um, so they sort of... You all start gathering up and finding your stuff. Nira puts on her hat and, like, puts on her coat. And you see her, like, pull out of the coat's pocket um, and kind of verify that it's there. This little, like, what almost looks like a, like, navigator's compass. And she sort of, like, sticks that back in her pocket. Um, Alden has to, like, dig through. A, his stuff is, like, further back, basically, in this pile of just, like armor and weapons and like uh random objects that people clearly had on them when they were brought here that have just all been shoved in this closet wow what a fucking bummer <laughs> uh, yeah it kind of sucks to be honest um alden grabs like finds like his sword um and his armor but i think he's he's not going to go to put on the armor he's gonna be like we should keep moving um Reagan, you find uh, most of your stuff. You find your brass knuckles. Um, yes. You find uh, kind of <laughs> once Nira is done finding her stuff, she'll help look for Malachi's as well. Um, so you are able to get kind of like most of your and Malachi's I stuff. I just need the axe and the hammer. That's all I need. Yeah. And your focus. You get the axe and the hammer. Um, your arcane focus is not here. You sort of like do some searching through. Um, you find also find Malachi's armor and you find Malachi's axe and you find the like jar of dirt and you find like you guys' bags that had like any other random stuff you've been carrying around in it. Um, noticeably absent basically are both of your arcane focuses. Fuck. Malachi's rock is missing and your- But I don't, I probably don't know his rock is missing if I find the jar of dirt. That's true. You find yeah. the jar of dirt. Okay. What kind of 
Alden has plate as well, or what does he have? Alden has, honestly, I think he probably has the same armor that he has right now, which is maybe part okay. of the reason why it's not really worth looking for. Yeah, I'm going to pack up my armor into my bag, but I don't have time to put it on, and also I we need to be stealthy, so. Yeah. That's fine. I've got this shield, which I can use if I don't use my axe. All right, I found your axe. Thanks. <laughs> I Malachi looks at his axe with, like, a, a weird, complicated mixture of, like, relief and also disdain. Oh, also found your sandbox. Oh, I grabbed the jar of dirt. Uh, looks sort of like a little, like, nobody saw this. <laughs> but I do, when, when I hold it and I, like, I sort of move it, I can sort of feel and I open it up real quick and I stick my hand in there. I'm like, okay, um, you didn't find the rock, right? It's not in there? No. Yeah. I, I mean, I did have it separately in my fucking pocket. <sighs> it's fine. I, we can't do magic down here anyways. Yep. My necklaces are gone too. Well, eventually we're going to get out of here and then we're going to want you guys to be yeah. able to do magic. My guess is he's doing something with those. <sighs> but eventually, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, let's keep going. Yeah, we don't have time to hang around too long. Hannah, one last quick glance around this room. Is there anything just, like, fucking cool in here that, like, I could steal? Yeah, right? <laughs> um, this feels kind of perverse, but... Frankly, no. Like, because anything, like, really cool is just not here. Um, it's mostly just, like, random. Um, there is some, like, random weaponry if there's anything specific you're looking for, but there's nothing that, like, strikes you as being magical or unique in any way. No, like sexy doublets or anything i mean definitely like there's some cool coats in here a few cool <laughs> hats um a couple like pieces of jewelry you see anything recognizable of nels no mm. um and you see like alden kind of like looks around as if he's looking for something of right. nels and then sort of like tightens his jaw and isn't looking anymore mm. interesting okay yep let's book it cool any twigs in here hannah um Probably. I want to see if we can find a forked twig. Yeah. Um, if you would like to, you can take time to look for a forked twig. I will say you guys have been in here for a few minutes already. If you want to look for something that is a specific component for a spell, as I'm imagining is what you're doing here. Yes. Um, How long would it take? I don't know. Make a roll. Wow. Not that many of the spells I have prepped need my focus or need materials, I should say. Uh, some of them I don't think we're going to find anyway. So I'll look for the forged twig, and if I happen to come upon holy water, so be it. <laughs> Me every damn day of my life. Uh, what kind of check is it? Investigation. 15? Okay. Um, with a 15, um, you... I'm going to say you find one after five minutes, if you're willing five to Five minutes? Mm-hmm. Mm. It essentially looks like something someone just, like, tracked in on their shoe. Right. Um and there's not a lot of trees around here, and so it's pretty lucky that there's one even in here at all. Um, mm. Let it be known that, I, that I've that i casually had a steadying hand on Alden's back this entire time. Sure. I just didn't mention it because it wasn't relevant to the plot. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but you're mentioning it now. <laughs> oh, man. We've not heard any sort of alarms go up. You still have not heard any alarms go up. How long has it been since we got out of our cells? 15 minutes? We took a big risk by even being in here. We should go... I'm gonna, everybody who's not Malachi can go ahead and make me a perception check. I don't know if Malachi would even look for two minutes is the thing if he's not sure he's gonna find it. Eight. Okay. Um, Nira rolled terrible, but Alden rolled okay. Um, and he sort of like is looking around. He's like, we're definitely not the only ones down here. I can hear something 
further back. He kind of like points back in the direction where you guys came. He's like, I don't know if it knows where we are, but there's something else moving around down here. All right. If if Alden hears something, I'm not going to take the time to look for this at all, I don't think. Okay. I turn around and I like just like glance across the room and I don't see anything of immediate use. I'm like, okay, yeah, let's go. Cool. You guys uh, move onward. Um, you take the left turn. Um, you come to a place where there's like a fork and Nira and Alden like both agree, here we go, right? Okay. You go right and then kind of come around one more corner. And as you stick your heads around the corner, you see ahead of you a flight of stairs um, that go up and kind of start to... Actually, they just go straight up to where there is a door up at the top of the stairs. Mm. Um, it is at this point that we are going to cut back over to Finn. Um, Can't believe I'm going to survive breaking out of prison just to get eaten by a giant pink worm named Sebastian. <laughs> I projected a mental image of you to him. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So, uh, meanwhile, back up top. Finn, you are flying through a thunderstorm. Um, as you guys get a little bit closer, um, Ben is going to reach out and put a hand on your shoulder, and he's going to cast invisibility on you and oh. on himself. And then Shiloh's going to cast invisibility on herself. That's so fun. And so the three of you are invisible and flying, and Nurgle is visible, but is just a seagull um, <laughs> and flying. Don't worry, Nurgle. I'm still here. Ah! <laughs> Um, Nurgle's having a hard time, like, struggling against the headwinds Aww. of the storm. Um, but he is kind of- Go behind Ben. Yeah, he, like, is drifting off the three of you. Draft um, on me, Nurgle. Yeah. Um, and is, uh, making his way along with you. Uh, just a lone seabird flying in the storm. Um, as you begin to approach the top of the tower here- you kind of catch your first glimpses of it, Finn, through the driving rain. It just looks like a, like any other building. It's like mostly made of stone um, and stone, which is like a little bit weathered, but like not nearly as weathered as most buildings out in the Sea of Storms are. It seems like it is probably a fairly new building um, built on this island, which is like mostly made of rocks. It's this sort of like rocky beach. Um, you see there is like one pretty big ship and then a few like smaller boats that are kind of moored here. Um, and you see, as you guys get closer, you can kind of see that there are there's like nobody moving around outside, um, at least down on the ground. But you can see as you get closer, a few things are sort of flying around the top of the tower. Um, you can, however, also see a window, which while not open, does look breakable. So um, as the three, uh, four of you really approach, I need uh, a stealth check from you and a stealth check from Nurgle. Uh, question, can I have Nurgle go be a distraction? Sure. What would He's you? He's gonna get so slaughtered. To like. Oh fuck. Yeah. I mean, yes. But. Also, you are invisible, so like making a distraction would probably be more suspicious than. Oh. Hmm. Uh, do I do I get a bonus to this because I'm invisible? You do not get a bonus to it. Um, it is essentially what's the the invisibility is already letting you get quite close. This is just to see how close you get before someone hears something. Uh, it's an 11 for me and a 10 for Nurgle. Cool. Uh, 
Shiloh and Ben also did not roll great, mm-hmm. but you guys didn't roll as absolutely horrible as you could. Um, so everybody beat a DC 10. Um, so it is when um, you are 120 feet out from the building. That That's firebolt range. One of the uh, flying creatures kind of like moves its head toward you. And you see that what you are looking at here is a, like a, boxy robot with these like little wings um, that are doing a lot of work to keep this thing aloft um, outside (laughs) of the outside in the rain. Um, There are two of these kind of like boxy little uh, droids. um, And then there are two you kind of spot as they start to fly over in your direction um, Two like devil looking things um these kind of like demonic like they're green and like covered in spikes all over um and have these big leathery wings um all flying around outside this and one of the robots like snaps its head in the direction of you guys and starts uh there's like a light that comes out of its uh mouth and shines over the space where you are um and there is this kind of loud screeching noise that starts to happen a kind of like ringing alarm uh from this thing and you see fuck you see the other robot and the uh devils start flying over in your direction i need initiative from you uh andy and i need initiative from nurgle and then also uh allow me to continue describing um downstairs ah the four of you are approaching this door um you kind of like start to make your way up the stairs um nira sort of going first starts to creep along the edge of the wall and all of a sudden uh you guys hear an alarm start going off somewhere above you and a like metal shield slams down in front of a door um from behind you coming down the rest of the hallway um you see Another of those robots that you guys had fought before with the kind of five flailing arms seems to be accompanied by a couple of other smaller robots um, that are like scuttling along on the walls and then lumbering behind them coming around the corner is this like big green frog-like monstrosity. Um, It is walking on two legs with its knuckles kind of like brushing the ground like some sort of big ape. Oh my God. (laughs) It's a traitor. (laughs) It has like big, a really big uh, like mouth and this tongue that is like lolling out the side of its mouth um, as it is lumbering toward you guys. Um, So I need initiative from the two of you as well. God damn it. Reagan got a 14. Oh, I got a fucking five. Uh, dirty 20 for me. Okay. Nat one for Nurgle, <laughs> Nurgle which does come to a three. The epic highs and lows of okay. high school D&D. Cool. Um, at the top of initiative, uh, Finn, you are the first one to act. I do still have to tech magic up. Do I see anything notable? Um, You see, so I think for one thing, you see an aura. Um, I guess... Technically, you don't see this yet, but uh, you'll see it when you get close, and I won't remember to describe it. Um, Like, basically right around the outside of the building, um, there is like a a faint abjuration shield around it, which you can assume is what sort of stops, like, scrying and other sorts of magic like that. It does not seem like it is repelling 
creatures, or at least it's not repelling these creatures. You'll have to get closer to see if it repels you somehow. Um, you also notice that like the little robots appear to be somewhat innately magical. Uh, the devils, not so much. Um, they're just devils. And I don't think that there's anything else you can note. Okay. Uh, how fast can we fly? You guys fly 60 feet is your movement speed. And you are currently 120 feet out from the building. Uh, I say, I whispered to Ben and Shiloh, should we just fly for it? Should we just try to dash past these guys? Honestly, maybe. Yeah, we might want to just, we got to get in that room. Right, I feel like that's, we got it. We got to stay on target here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to, I'm just going to use all my movement. I'm going to dash and just fly as fast as I can. Cool. And try to swerve, bob and weave to avoid taking opportunity attacks. Yeah, I will say you can do that. You guys have the whole sky to fly around in. Um, so you get to kind of like right outside the window. Um, it is a closed pane of glass. Um, as you look inside, so for one thing, you get past that little abjuration shield, you'd see no problem. It does not seem like it stops creatures. Um, you are outside the window and you can kind of look inside and you see a few things. You are looking at a like circular room that has like a bunch of kind of like panels um, with various like gears and buttons and switches. Um, it is all very like steampunk aesthetic-y looking rather than like anything kind of futuristic just so everyone has the right image in their heads. <laughs> but um, then mounted in the center of the room is like a like a post um and then at the top of the post there is what looks like a like metallic dragon's head with these like glowing eyes um this like thing kind of carved out of metal and as you are looking in finn you see that it is kind of like swiveling back and forth mm. in the center of the room here um and then you also see that there are two uh, guards in here. Um, and they look like they're wearing the uniforms of the Rorian guards that you recognize from the execution. Um, and they are sort of both looking around confused, clearly trying to see what tripped the alarm. But you're still invisible, so they don't immediately see you. <laughs> but they're clearly looking around for what tripped the alarm and like kind of talking to each other in somewhat what you assume are frantic tones, although you can't hear them. Oh, it's just the debris from the storm. Mm. You also notice your passive perception is high enough that you would notice that there is an iron snake, like, curled up on one of the control panels. Sebastian's arch enemy. Much smaller than Sebastian, but it is curled up there. But more evil. <laughs> yes, presumably. Um, oh, and then there's two doors. They're, like, on opposite sides of the room from each other, there are two doors that seem to be the exits from this room. I'm meeting so many little metal animals today. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what you see. Okay. You have a bonus action. Oh, I, I still have a bonus action. Ooh, oh, oh. I'm, I'm not going to do anything. Okay. I'm going to play it cool. Cool. Um, that is going to be uh, the guards' turns. Um, the guards' is precious. <laughs> yeah. Um, they have this conversation um, and then one of them goes out the door and closes it behind him. Um, and the other one seems like he is still kind of like just in here looking around um, up at the sky. Divide and conquer. That will be, uh, we cut back to the basement with Reagan. Oh geez, that's me. Um, okay. Uh, is there any opportunity to hide at all? Not really. You guys are kind of stuck in a hallway. Okay. 
I'm gonna tell the others to stay behind me. And then I'm gonna swing at the first robot. Uh, okay. poison gas boy. Okay. With my smashy smash. And I still have a rage up, I believe. No, it drops if you don't attack anything for a round. That's right. Yeah. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and rage again. Go for it. You might as well. <laughs> uh -huh. Big money, no whammies. Big money, no mammies. Okay, uh, 18 to hit. 18 hits. Roll your damage. 11. Cool. Um, you deal 11 damage, which is already a big chunk of this guy's health. Uh, and you are standing there. Uh, anything else that you'd like to do? I want to I wanna have taken my movement to close the distance towards them so that I am forming an impenetrable wall. Cool. Reagan, you're a um, squishy. <laughs> I am going to say, in this case, the hallway is too wide. Two blocks wide. Yeah, two blocks, which, you know, is 10 feet. So that potentially obstacles could come into play here because the uh, pendadrone does like fill up the whole hallway and so does the frog monster that you're seeing behind him. Okay. That is Nira's turn. Um, she is going to go ahead and run up next to Reagan. She is going to go ahead and run up and make, she makes one attack with her rapier and then one with her dagger. Yikes, okay, rapier misses. Um, man, dagger also misses. Come on, Hannah, pull it together. Um, she will once again, however, disengage and duck back behind Reagan, essentially. Um, that is going to be Poison Gas Boy's turn. So he's going to go ahead and do his one trick. His allies are all still behind him, so he doesn't even have to worry about hitting them. He's going to exhale a cloud onto the four of you. I need constitution saving throws. Um, I'm going to say that even with Reagan running forward a bit, you're all close enough that you're still in aura. Great. 16. 23. Beautiful. Um, and that is a 16 for Nira and a 13 for Alden. He's still just barely making this, but he makes it is the important point. So everybody saves. Um, none of you are paralyzed as this gas sort of dissipates into the air. Um, that is going to be the little robots turns. Um, there are two of them and they are both going to run up and attempt to stab Reagan. Um, I'm so sorry. I said stab. They're just punching with their little fists. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Reagan, that is a 16 to hit. 16 is my AZ. So hits, um, but then also a 10 to hit and a seven to hit. So only one of those hits you. And you take four bludgeoning damage, which ha for you halves to two because you're raging. <laughs> and the second one is also gonna go ahead and try to attack you. That is, again, only one hit. Highest one there is a 17, the other two will not hit. And you take five. So once again, halves to two, bludgeoning damage. Um, that is going to be back up to the top, um, and by the top, I mean the top of the building. <laughs> um, Shiloh is going to do the same thing as Finn did, kind of following his lead, and will just dash um, so that she closes with the window. Um, I think out of the three of you, she might be the one with the best way to break the window. Um, so she is going to go ahead and do that, even though it'll drop her invisibility. Um, she's going to go ahead and try and firebolt the window. Um, window has an AC of 10 and 10 hit points. So we will see how this goes. Hey, she hits the window and that will be 
Mm. Eight damage. So the window kind of like cracks, but is not yet shattered all the way. Um, Shiloh's own invisibility drops. So she no longer has that, but she is like right next to you at the window here. The guard who's inside kind of like points and is like, ah, uh, you assume he's yelling, ah, you can't hear anything. <laughs> um, that is going to be uh, the flying robots. The flying robots, curiously enough, Finn, seem to be able to see all of you. Um, despite the fact that you are definitely still invisible, this robot's, like, whatever sensors it's got going on can see you. He's got infrared. So, uh... Quick! Ben, make yourself cold! <laughs> uh, one of them is going to take four attacks, shooting out these little darts at Shiloh, because she just attacked the window. The other one is going to split its attacks, two at you and two at Ben. Okay, that's two hits on Shiloh. So she takes six. Some hospitality, jeez. Oh, she takes 10, actually, piercing damage from these little darts. And then the two that are at Ben, that is two hits. So he also takes eight damage. And I will make a concentration check for him to see if the invisibility on you guys drops. Wow. Uh, invisibility stays up. Um, and then two of them are going to attack you, Finn. Uh, one miss, one hit. Um, so you take huh? a total of... Uh, seven piercing damage. Um, then back downstairs, it is Big Frog Guy's turn. I hate having low initiative. <laughs> um, he is going to kind of like lumber forward, and he is going to end up behind the pentadrone, um, but he is going to just shoot out with his tongue Horrible. directly over the pentadrone's head um, at Reagan. Um, so... I'm so squat and nimble. <laughs> that is a 25 to hit. Woof. Um, so you take 12 necrotic damage. <laughs> and then I need a strength saving throw from you. <gasps> I think you maybe have advantage for reasons of raging. Yes. Okay. This dude has a necrotic tongue. He does. <laughs> necrotic Awful. tongue. And you have aura. So advantage and aura. Uh, 22. 22. That will save. Um, you plant your feet um, and you are not dragged closer to this thing, although you kind of feel the tongue. It like starts dragging you, but it is pulled off of you um, and does not actually drag you closer. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> but you feel that this very tongue is sapping your strength. Not literally, though, right, Hannah? Mm-hmm. Not literally, though? Not like the shadows? No, no. Sapping, sapping your vitality. I'm so sorry. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, my virility. Reagan, no, your sperm count. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, um, Reagan has been drinking nothing but hot Mountain Dew for the past 16 years. Um, cool. Alden is going to run Oh my god, up. am I last in initiative? <laughs> no, you're not. Which should say something about how many fucking guys are in this battle. Um... Alden is going to run up next to Reagan and take an attack on the pentadrone. Two attacks on the pentadrone, even. Mm, one of those will hit um, and does a nice 10 damage to it. And he will go ahead and slices into this thing with his sword and sort of like maneuvers it um, closer to Reagan. Um, Reagan, if you would like, you may use your reaction to make an attack. I will. Cool. Uh, Alden really does not want to get paralyzing gassed again. Um, 23 to hit. Hits. Roll your damage. Uh, only five. 
cool. Um, this thing is looking extremely fucked up, uh, but is not quite down yet. Um, that will be Malachi's turn. Okay. Sorry, Regan. Absolutely nobody is staying back. <laughs> <laughs> Too many guys here for that. It was worth a try. Okay. This frog guy, mm-hmm. like, he's not robotic at all. He's just, like, a giant frog guy. He just is a giant frog guy. You don't see any sign of machinery. Hey, guys, what what kind of damage do we think a frog guy is susceptible to? <laughs> lightning, maybe? Acid? Probably, I wouldn't bank on acid. I would go for lightning over Maybe acid. cold. Yeah, cold is probably fine. I'm going to go with cold. Not a lot of people have cold resistance. Cool. So, bonus action, I'm going to use my gift of the chromatic dragon to infuse my axe with cold damage. Nice. And I'm going to try and attack the frog guy. Am I able to get that far? Um, you are. It'll require a attack of opportunity from the big robot and also one of the little robots. I do have low AC, but I am willing to... Ju- it's just one attack, so I'm willing to take that. Cool. Um, big robot hits uh, with a 17 plus his bonus. Oh, they both hit. Um, so that will be... Man, I hate of, this. Uh... <laughs> total of 10 damage from both those attacks together okay that's fine but you can get yourself in melee with the frog all right yeah i'm gonna try and attack the frog cool oh actually before i run up there is there anyone on my side in this who could ostensibly use a shield um alden could could i hand my shield off to him or no you can but it does take an action to like equip a shield okay i I will leave it for him if he wants it cool (laughs) but i'm not using it since i'm using my great axe right now cool does a 23 hit? A 23 does hit. Yay. So that's 11. Cool. I guess I'll just attack again then. Okay. And that's a nat 20. Hey! So 19 damage on the second Ooh, hit. Beautiful. So that's 30 damage total. Yeah, frog guy, you like put these two pretty substantial carves into this fleshy frog body Gross. and you hear this kind of like throaty like irritated croak <laughs> malachi goes in for the second strike and he's like so furious and he's like because he went to like try and channel his power on the first one and nothing happened so he's like what <laughs> fucking gives and he goes for the second one and crits cool. um that is going to be Ben's turn. Um, he is also going to dash, so he is up at the window with the two of you, um, and he is going to bardic inspiration Finn. Wow. Cool. So he is right next to you guys, um, and he is going to maintain concentration on invisibility. Um, that is going to be the uh, devils that are flying around out here. Um, they are going to shoot spines from their hands. They kind of like whip out their hands. These guys are like little. Um, They're going to shoot their spines at Shiloh because she's the only one they can see. So that is a miss, another miss, Jesus Christ. That one will hit and that one will also miss. She's She has a pretty high AC because she has armor. Um, so one hit out of those, uh, she takes five piercing damage and then an additional two fire damage okay um and then way at the bottom of initiative uh that is nurgle um finn what would you like nurgle to do so here's the thing uh-huh you said that window has two health remaining it sure does yes. yeah nurgle's attack does one damage <laughs> cool. is there any way he could do two damage <laughs> um 
If he crits. Ah, jeez. <laughs> I don't know, man. What's he supposed to do? <laughs> uh, I think he's just going to sort of fly around and try not to get hit. Okay. Cool. Take the dodge action. Yeah. And also, and sort of move towards us at the window, too. Cool. Um, Back up at the top of initiative, that is Finn's turn. All right. Do I have to make an attack on this window? I can't just, like, careen into it and smash through. <laughs> um, <laughs> I believe you have to make an attack against it. All right. I'm going to summon my tentacle just inside the window, and it is going to smash said window sure. to little pieces. Cool. Go ahead and make an attack roll. 15. Hits. Um, you can roll damage, but I believe... Actually, well... I could roll a one, because there's no bonus to this damage. Yeah. We're good. That's a four. Beautiful. Um, the tentacle appears inside and like swings out, smashing the window, which... Ends up scattering the glass outside onto all of ah! you. Um, oh, I didn't think this through. You all sort of duck your heads uh, as the window shatters. Um, but the window is now uh, open to the storm, and the guard inside is going like, shit, 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 and like grabbing for his sword. Uh, and then I want to fly in and sort of take. I guess you already described. I don't. I don't see anything new and shocking now that I'm inside the room. No. I guess, let me tell you mechanically how the control panels work. Um, you see, like, a whole bunch of buttons and gears that you don't really know what it does. Um, it's entirely possible Finn has never seen, like, a button before. Yeah, that's true. They don't have electronics in Gillsburg. Yeah. Um, so you can, uh, anybody can take their action and make an arcana check to try and turn something off or like do something with the control panel. I will tell you Shiloh for reasons of being an artificer has advantage on these checks. Um, so she's probably the best person to be doing them. But if Finn wants to, you can use your action to like fuck around with the controls. Um, it's just an arcana check, which you have decent arcana. All right. Can I do controls while I'm staying invisible? I think so, because I think that the invisibility specifies an attack roll. Um, you have to make an attack or cast a spell when the tentacle is not a spell and it's not you making an attack. So yeah, I will say. Okay, then I'm going to do that. <laughs> cool. I'm just going to be like a poltergeist. Go ahead and make an arcana check for me. 17. Ooh, okay. With a 17, you can either um, turn off, like, there. You, you figure out how to turn off some of the cannons. Um, and it seems like it would probably take like three checks of those to turn off all of the cannons. Um, or you could, you figure out how to shut down uh, anti-magic protections somewhere else in the facility. Oh. <laughs> I can't tell where? No. For the whole facility or just it seems like a random place? You just are sort of like, oh, so somewhere in here there's an anti-magic field and I can shut it down. I think I'm going to shut that down. Cool. If there's one thing Finn likes, it's magic. And if there's one thing he doesn't like, it's anti-magic. Cool. And people eating fish. So I'm going to flip that switch. Nice. All of you, uh, those of you who are down in the basement, uh, all of a sudden you feel the anti-magic field drop. Reagan, it's, <laughs> it's like being flooded with so much espresso as the magic kind of like shoots back into your veins. Malachi just laughs, starts laughing really hard. <laughs> yeah. I think to myself, I hope that helped someone out. <laughs> cool. Um, awesome. That is Finn's turn. Um, next, that is going to be 
Well, okay, so first off, on initiative count 20, but after Finn, um, you hear from below you cannon fire. Um, and Finn, uh, you can sort of like look out the window that you just smashed and see that the ships are starting to approach and that the tower is firing on them. Wow, I thought they were going to wait like a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is going to be um, the little dragon head um, swivels in the direction of the window. Um, and there's like a kind of like electronic charging up noise. And then there is a blast of fire that goes out from it. Um, I need a dexterity saving throw from you, Finn, as well as from Ben and Shiloh. From me? I'm not standing in front of a window. It is, this is like an area. It's it's essentially uh. hitting that whole half of the room. And you have a bardic if you want it. Yeah, I'm gonna use that. <laughs> Should've waited to shake <laughs> my damage dice until you decided. Go, um, go ahead, it is a D8. All right, nice. So that brings me up to an 18. Cool, so you pass. Um, both of your allies fail, unfortunately. Mm. <laughs> so you, Finn, take eight fire damage. Both of them are taking 16 fire damage. <sighs> cool. Um, the guard who is in this room um, is going to leave this room. He is going to go out the door um, and shut it behind him and start <laughs> bye bye, bestie. running away. Um, That's right. This room is haunted. <laughs> uh, and then we go back downstairs to Reagan. Okay. Um, so Videodrome is looking how? Extremely fucked up. All right. I don't, Mal, Mal's got that frog covered. <laughs> I don't want to get too close to that. Just watch the tongue. Baby, never say that to me. Um, it's going to be a 25 to hit. 25 hits. Go ahead and roll your damage. 15. That'll do it. Um, you kick this thing, um, and then bring the hammer, like, swinging down right into the middle of it and squish it like a bug. Yeah. Awesome. Um, that will be, uh, Nira's turn. She is tired of trying to use her melee weapons. She's just going to, like, take a stance on the stairs and start shooting with her crossbow. She's going to shoot at one of these little robots that's still hanging out here. That will be, nope, misses. They're little robot guys. They have like a hard shell. <laughs> um, that'll hit though. So that does seven damage to the little guy. Now it is the little guys' turns. Um, one of them's going to make attacks on Alden. The other one will make them on Reagan. Um, so Reagan. Wow, two nat ones out of the three d20s I just rolled. Game. Nice. Um, ah. But the other one is a 17 to hit. Does that hit? Yes. So that's uh, four bludgeoning damage. And then two hits on Alden. So Alden takes seven bludgeoning damage. Um, back up uh, in the control room, Shiloh is going to run over to the control panel and she is going to start figuring out how to turn things off. Wow. I said that Shiloh gets advantage for being an artificer. Uh, I am looking in front of me at a natural one and a natural 20. Wow. So with a natural 20, for one thing, she like flicks a switch and uh, some of the cannons on the floor below shut down. Um, you kind of see- I was gonna do that. On one half of the floor, they are not firing. Um, she also kind of like yells over her shoulder at you, Finn. She's like, keep them off me for like one round. I think I can turn off the fucking robots. Okay. So- You guys got fucking robots? No, leave those ones on. That will be her action. I mean, who, 
Who are you talking to? There's nobody else in here. All right, someone, anyone who's around here. Um, Cool. The flying robots are going to take shots. One of them's going to take his four shots on Finn, kind of like through the window. So I'm going to give you half covers. You have like a plus two to your AC on this. Um, What's your AC normally? Normally it's 17. Jesus Christ. Okay, um, none of them hit. (laughs) None of them hit. Um, these little darts come flying in through the window, but you're just sort of like dodging out of the way. Um, the other one will shoot at Ben. Shiloh, I wish I was visible so you could see the cool dodge I just did. <laughs> I'm imagining it. I'm sure it was really, really cool. Um, ben will take uh, 16 damage and goes from being fine to being in a little bit of trouble. Uh-oh. Then uh, this metal snake that is in here, curled up on the control panel. Wow, completely forgot about that. Yeah, uh, is going to snake its way over, and it is going to kind of, like, lunge. uh, Actually, yeah, it's still going to bite Shiloh, um, because she's visible. So that is 21 to hit. So she takes nine piercing damage, and she has to make a constitution saving throw, which she does make. Um, So she just takes the damage. Um, Actually, yes. she takes four damage Ooh, as the tentacle yeah. swats the snake in mid-lunge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The snake starts to lunge uh, over this control panel, kind of toward where uh, Shiloh was messing with the controls, and the tentacle just, like, smacks it out of the way. Um, cool. Uh, that is going to be the Banderhob, uh, which is the big frog. Um, the big frog is going to reach out with its giant jaws and chomp down on Malachi. Um, Look out, Malachi. He's frumious. <laughs> oh, yeah. He is, actually. Good one. <laughs> um, does a... Oh, an 18 hit? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so <sighs> you take... Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, 25 <laughs> piercing damage. Um, and you are grappled as basically this, this thing just like grabs you in its jaws. Uh, you are actually both grappled and restrained. Wow. Alden is going to go ahead and uh, chop at the same little robot that Nira did. Beautiful. Okay, that thing didn't have very many hit points left, so he will kill that one. Um, now it is your turn, Malachi. Um, grappled means your speed is zero. Restrained means... Your speed is still zero. Attack rolls against you have advantage, and your attack rolls have disadvantage. Damn it. And to break out of that, would I need to make some sort of check? Yes, you can make a uh, strength check with your action. I will try out the death, since I do have two attacks. Okay. 13 doesn't hit, does it? 13 does not hit. That's okay. I'm going to try it one more time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> does... A 17 hit. A 17 hits. Yep. Nice. Go ahead and roll your damage. And I'm going to smite. <laughs> sure. <laughs> of course. I'm going to do it as a second level. Um, and I'm going to just try and do the exact same thing I was doing before. Except for this time it works. <laughs> that is 30 damage on that hit. <laughs> wow. Mm. Cool. Yeah, you 
from this thing kind of like grabs Malachi in its jaws and you feel it kind of like drawing you closer and attempting to swallow you. You just sort of like flail around with your axe, the first one kind of missing, but the second one just like swipes right into the corner of this thing's mouth um, as you kind of like sink in and once again feeling that that magic behind you, um, there is a flare of light as you carve into this creature. And the whole hallway can see it. Yeah. So they know that magic is back. Yeah. <laughs> as if they didn't already. Um, brilliant. Um, Sorry, Alden. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Alden gets really excited for like a second and then tries something and it doesn't work. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> Um, ben is going to enter the room, uh, which is good, um, because it would have been unfortunate oh, hey. if he'd have gone down while he was outside. <laughs> um, and he, oh, you're so right, Finn. Let me make concentration checks. Wow. I didn't say <laughs> anything about that. <laughs> you were you something about, the connection was made in my brain. Thank you for the reminder. Um... He actually makes all of them. Good job, King. Yeah. He is going to go ahead and he, uh, hearing what Shiloh shouted, he's going to go ahead and actually vicious mockery one of the devils which are outside and kind of like flying toward the door now. And then he is going to uh, healing word himself. So that will be five damage to one of the devils. And he is going to heal himself for um, eight Okay, um, that will be the devils who are going to fly closer, um, and they are going to shoot their little tail spikes. I think one of them is going to shoot one each at Ben and Shiloh. No, you guys are still invisible. Man, you guys sure are still invisible. <laughs> Why did I let you be invisible? I designed this combat. Um, so they're, they're just both going to shoot at Shiloh, who continues to have a really high AC. So only one of those will hit total of four damage um cool that is nurgle's turn and then finn's turn yay yay question uh-huh could nurgle pick the snake up in his talons and just drop it outside the window a- like fly in grab it fly out nurgle can make a grapple check contested by the snake's acrobatics uh no <laughs> He has a negative four strength. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nurgle is going to give me the help action on my arcana. Cool. Nurgle, get in here. What do you make for all these levers and such? Ah! Uh, and then I'm going to make another arcana check, see what I can pull off. Yeah. 16. Cool. With a 16, um, I will say you can shut down more of the cannons. And I will. Cool. Um, you kind of successfully managed to shut down some of the cannons downstairs um flip the wall switch next finn that is and then Uh bonus action i'm bringing back my tentacle and it's gonna attack the little middle snake okay go for it it's like trying to crush a cockroach it's just skittering around 14 14 will hit eight damage baby Um, what kind of damage does the... I get to choose cold or lightning damage, and I'm going to say lightning damage. Okay. Um, yeah, there's like a little electric shock as it manages to smack this thing. Awesome. Uh, that is the dragon head trap turn. Mm. God, this guy. It is going to swivel around, and it is going to 
make one attack with disadvantage on Finn um, and another one on Shiloh, since the two of you are the ones who are messing with the controls at the moment. Um, so against Finn, that is, ooh, even with disadvantage, still a 18 to hit. Ooh, yeah, that hits. Okay, so you take 10 piercing damage as you get uh, shot with this like bolt that shoots out from it. Whoa. And then it is going to swivel and shoot a bolt at Shiloh. Oh, and that will miss actually, only 13 to hit. As you see what it shoots out at her is like a harpoon with a like pulley attached to it. But how do that many projectiles fit in there? <laughs> you don't want to know. Reagan, that is you. And I will say, as we kind of, as this is essentially the top of the round for those of you downstairs, you hear more at this point, you see more little robots um, kind of scurrying uh. around the corner toward you. Roger, Roger. And also Malachi is in the mouth of this frog. Oh, I forgot he grappled me with his teeth. Yes, <laughs> you are still. <laughs> <laughs> and he does have teeth. Let me be very clear. They're like little sharp teeth. Yeah, Malachi's stuck in the teeth, just like whacking at this thing. <laughs> hmm. All right, Mal, you sit tight. Uh, Hannah, I want to investigate to see if there's anything I can do to this uh, blast door that dropped. Sure. Um, I will let you make a perception check for free, or you can like take your action and properly investigate it. It's only an 11 on perception. Looks pretty solid. You think like maybe something could be done, but uh, looks pretty solid. Okay, um, how bad will it fuck you up if I try to lightning bolt an inanimate object? It will not fuck me up that badly. Um, <laughs> you can feel free to do it. Okay, um, <laughs> I yell, avert thy mortal eyes, and I'm gonna- How close are all of us to the metal door? Um, Nira is the one who's closest to it, and you can, like, shoot kind of against the wall away from her. I'm actually gonna plant my hands on it. Oh, cool. Um, clear! Literally. <laughs> yeah. Okay, if you're planting your hands directly on it, go ahead and roll damage. Okay. 23. 23. Um, with 23 damage, um, you sort of, like, are starting to melt through the metal a bit, but this is... At the end of the day, a door that is designed to contain errant spellcasters if it needs to. So true. Um, and so you are you are melting through the metal, um, and you do make a little hole, um, but it is not enough for like you guys to get through, and it does not make the door go up. Okay, it doesn't fry anything. No. Uh, do you have anything else you want to do, Reagan? No. Cool. Um, Nira is going to take one shot on one of the little guys and the other shot on the frog that is eating her brother. Um, misses the little guy. Hits the frog though. Um, so that will be six damage to it um, as this crossbow bolt flies into it. It slobbers on me a little bit. <laughs> You're disgusting. <laughs> um, that will be um, the robots' turns. Um, there's only one that is close enough to hit anyone and it's going to attack Alden both miss because I'm rolling the way that I'm rolling. Um, the other ones are dashing down the hallway toward you guys. Um, however, back up top, it is Shiloh's turn. She is going to make an Arcana check um, yeah. again because she's still up, fortunately. Beautiful. Um, that is like a 22 for her. Um, and so she grabs on a couple of levers and pulls down on them and uh, 
all of the robots shut down, including the ones downstairs. Nice. So these robots that are running around the corner toward you guys, all of a sudden, all of them just crumple to the ground. Um, and you are left with this frog and with a shut door, um, but you have no more robots to deal nice. with. Upstairs, the dragon in the middle of the room shuts down. Um, the snake nice. kind of collapses. And the guys who are shooting at you from outside just kind of like fall oh. to the ground. Tragic. Um, have a nice fall. <laughs> cool. Um, that will be, so that's, those guys are not acting anymore because they are gone. Um, the frog is going to make another bite attack. Does a 20 hit? <laughs> Gee, Hannah. <laughs> I don't know. Malachi's doing that thing where he's like trying to like get the axe jam to keep the, the jaws open, mm-hmm. but it keeps slipping against the frog's slobbery mouth. Yeah. Um, brilliant. Uh, you are swallowed. Whoa. <laughs> you take no damage from this, um, but uh, but the frog just kind of slurps you down, um, and you are- You hear Malachi go, gross, contained in its stomach. Of all of the people to vor, you vor Taylor. You are blinded and restrained. Um, yeah. Big fucking frog. Um, Alden curses as Malachi gets swallowed. Um, he's going to uh, run up next to the frog and take some attacks. One of those will hit. Does eight damage to the frog. Um, and he's also going to once again give advantage to the next person to hit the frog. Um, which in this case is going to be Malachi. Um, as you see, Alden sort of draws, drawing the frog's attention from the outside, um, which is good because you are considered blinded and restrained. So this will negate the disadvantage you would otherwise have. Nice. Um, nice. But you can attack the frog from inside him. From inside the stomach. Yeah. Can I feel around if he's got any forked twigs in here? <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately, it does not seem like he's swallowed Man. any forked twigs. Fucking stomach acid foiling me at every turn. <laughs> me when I have GERD. <laughs> That's a 19 to hit, so the first one hits. Cool. I'm not gonna smite, but I still do have my cold damage. 17 damage on the first hit. Okay. Um, frog is still clinging to life, but not by much. Does he cough me up? <laughs> no. Alright, well, if he doesn't cough me up, I'm gonna do it again. Mm-hmm. And, and does this one also go flat or no this one has disadvantage okay. oh i'm so sorry i actually oh. i forgot that with alden's ability you actually get a bonus d8 of damage so go ahead and oh. roll that well i only rolled a three so it's a total 20 damage that uh is how many hit points he had left oh. um so you actually uh managed to cut out of its stomach malachi you kind of uh within this frog um you get your axe kind of wedged around and wedge the like pointy tip of it. Um, Reagan kind of looking over your shoulder from where you're trying to blast through this door. Uh, you see the like edge of the axe emerge from the Banderhob's stomach and Malachi, <laughs> you just kind of pull it up. Um, oh my God, birth. Disembowel this frog from the inside out and you kind of come falling out onto the floor. <sighs> gasping for breath. I guess he ate something that disagreed with him. Cool. Um, that is going oh. to be Ben's turn. Ben is going to come over and help with the control panels, uh, kind of attempting to... Oh, good for him. Um, He will shut down the rest of the cannons. Um, The Spined Devils... 
They're going to take attacks um, with their tail spikes. They're going to shoot. Can't you guys just leave? Honestly, Finn, make me an insight check. Seven. Um, cool. <laughs> no for, no <laughs> follow-ups. Um, you do take four damage from the one that manages to hit you despite ah. your invisibility. Because um, they can kind of tell where you are enough to aim. Um, but that is Nurgle's turn and then your turn. I, I turn to Shiloh and I'm like, should we... Is there more to do with these controls, do you think? There might be, but I can... I got it. Um, can you, I don't know, get those guys, the devils, to leave? Oh, yeah, gladly. I turn to them, and I'm going to Eldritch Blast the devils. Go ahead and make an attack roll. That's a 21. Hits. 15 damage. Okay. Um, it is still <laughs> up, but not by much. Well, let's see what the second one does. Uh -huh. It's only a nine to hit. Um, nine does not hit, unfortunately. Oh, do you? did you All want right. Nurgle to be doing something? Oh, yeah, I want Nurgle to give me advantage on this. Yeah, Nurgle can give you advantage on that. 17. 17 will hit. Go ahead and roll your damage. Uh, another 15. Wow. Um, yeah, it is for sure dead. Um, I pop into visibility <laughs> and I'm like, I've been here the whole time. <laughs> um, as you appear and you fire off these two blasts of energy, immediately dropping one of these devils from the sky, you see the other one kind of looks down at where his fellow is falling and goes, <laughs> um, and it's just going to fly away. Um, <laughs> kind of like takes off into the storm. Good choice! Shiloh is going to keep kind of- I won't hold it against you! <laughs> messing with the controls a little bit, and she like pulls a few more levers, and she's like, I opened some doors somewhere. I don't really know. I, I think maybe that's all that I've got up here. Um, opening a door? Who could that possibly help? <laughs> downstairs, you guys see Reagan as you're kind of like still trying to melt your way through this door. You see it finally uh, shutter its way up. Um, and- we are out of initiative in both locations, um, and that's where we will go ahead and end it. Um, as you you guys manage to um, collect yourselves uh, and figure out where you each need to go from here. Um, I high five Shiloh. Uh, yeah, Sh Shiloh, Shiloh high fives you. Ben kind of comes over um, and uh, still invisible, but you kind of like feel his hands uh, like, on <laughs> both his shoulders, and he's like, "Who's there?" Good job. We should heal up a little bit and then figure out where the hell we're going to go. Um, and that is where we will pick up next time. Wow. Oh, man, you guys. Oh, man. Oh, we're really in it now. I'm glad I don't have to use the spell slot, but I had a cool little plan. You can tell us about it on the mud bath. I will. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> oh, man. And thank you so much for listening. Um... If you enjoyed our content, as we hope you do since you're here listening to it, you can find us other places on social media. We are at Ship of Fools Cast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. And you can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash ship of fools for lots of our fun bonus content, like our mud bath, where we discuss, you know, what you just mud. listened to. And also mud, like surprisingly a large amount of discussing mud. Um, There's a lot of details to sort out there. Lots to be said. Yeah, yeah. Um, as <laughs> usual, there are some people we need to thank. Uh, thank you to Theo Golden for our beautiful logo art. You can find him at tgoldenart on Instagram. And thank you to Lucas Mangold for our theme music. You can find him at lucascarlmusic at gmail.com. 
That's Carl with a K. It sure oh is. <laughs> you okay? We're losing Nani. I'm, I'm tired. I've been smoking a lot lately. Um, yeah, and you can find us back with a new episode on February 15th. That's almost Valentine's Day. The perfect post-Valentine's cool down. Yeah. <laughs> After your oh, Valentine's wow. Day, we'll be right here, ready for when you. When you and your beloved awaken in the morning, bleary-eyed <laughs> and content, you can tap that play button. If all goes according to plan. <laughs> and hear the melodious tones of Ship of Fools. It's the only podcast aphrodisiac. I won't be doing that, but we will have a new episode for you um, on that day. And yeah, I think that's it. So until then, we will see you on the open seas. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, he's my dad. Yeah, yeah, Hold no. On. The fire, the smoke alarm is going off. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard that. Hear it. <laughs> Give it a second. <laughs> Do you want to go check on that? Are you like good? No, my roommate's in the kitchen right now. <laughs> <laughs> So true, bestie. Okay.